0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Guillaume. And my name is Mirac. Welcome to GPC's very first monthly news podcast.
1: Each month, we will have the pleasure to bring you the most recent news from the world of chemical regulations.
0: All right, let's begin. Our first news takes us to Australia.
1: The Australian Industrial Chemicals Introduction Scheme, AICIS, has been implemented since July 1st, 2020. Under this scheme, introducers of chemicals have the obligation to submit annual declaration. The first deadline of annual declaration is November 30th, 2021.
0: And what is the information that should be submitted?
1: Annual declaration should include your AICIS business registration number starting with NIC, the introduction categories for the chemicals you imported or manufactured during our registration year, a declaration that all of your introductions were authorized under sections 25 to 30 of the Industrial Chemicals Act of 2019.
0: Alright, let us now move to South Korea. A new chemical risk assessment reporting system, also known as Chemical Accident Prevention Management Plan C-A-P-M-P, has been in place since April 1, 2021 in South Korea. This new system integrates two existing risk reporting systems, an off-site consequence analysis report and a risk management plan. This reporting system is expected to reduce redundancy and processing time. All the submitted reports will be reviewed and inspected by the National Institute of Chemical Safety, the NICS. If the reports are not approved, the facilities should resubmit within two months. Also, the reports should be updated every five years.
1: Still in South Korea. The Ministry of Environment in South Korea announced a plan to include lubricants in the list of products subject to safety checks. 39 consumer products have been listed in KBPR that will need safety checks. The draft amendment includes lubricants under the coatings category. Once this draft is approved and implemented, lubricants manufacturers and importers should obtain a certificate of effectiveness and efficacy. Moreover, the amendment bans the following five substances in lubricants. These would be vinyl chloride, tetrachloroethylene,
0: trichloroethylene, dichloromethane and ethylene dichloride. The next news takes us to the United Kingdom. In a recent email exchange with GPC, the Health and Safety Executive, HSE, provided clarification on the requirements for non-British manufacturers to submit dowin In their email, HSE stated that DUIN is only available for companies that imported used EU-rich registered substances into Great Britain in the two years before the end of the transition period, that is between 1st January 2019 and 31st December 2020. Alternatively, a non-GB manufacturer may submit a DUIN via a GB-based only representative OR in order to maintain access to the British market. In this case too, the availability of DUIN is conditional upon the substance being placed on the British market in the two years before the end of the transition period. Now our next news concerns the EU REACH authorization list.
1: On April 14. ECA issued a recommendation for the European Commission to add seven substances to the authorization list, which can be found on Annex 14 of REACH regulation. Once on the list, companies will need to apply for authorization to continue using them. The seven substances are the cyclosiloxanes D4, the cyclosiloxanes D5, the cyclosiloxanes D6, Terphenyl hydrogenated, DCHP, disodium octoborate,
0: and finally TMA. And now, let's have a look at Canada, where the government recently published the guidelines for the notification and testing of new substances to assist individuals responsible for complying with the New Substances Notification Regulation under the Canadian Environmental Protection Act of 1999. So what is the purpose of this guidance document? Thanks for asking. It is meant to help notifiers determine whether a substance is subject to a notification under the regulation or not, and to identify the information requirements for the notification. In addition to the above, it provides step-by-step instructions for the completion of a new substance notification, NSN, user-friendly flowcharts to aid in determining the appropriate schedule to file, technical consideration on the information requirements, detailed instructions on how to complete the new substance notification form, identification of appropriate test procedures and practices to use and an outline of how confidential information should be submitted. Let's stay in Canada a little longer.
1: Indeed, as per Canada's New Substances Fees Regulations, fees must be provided with each New Substance Notification NSN, package submitted under the New Substance Notification Regulations, chemicals and polymers. The amount of fee will be dependent on the annual sales in Canada for the notifier, the specific schedule being submitted, and other services being requested, for example, confidential search on the domestic substances list, or non-domestic substances list, or mask name application. Environment and Climate Change Canada has implemented this fee adjustment for the New Substances Program to be in compliance with Canada's Services Fees Act, which requires annual fee adjustments based on the country's Consumer Price Index CPI. Based on the decrease in CPI over the past 12 months, fees for NSN submissions will decrease by 0.2% starting from April 1st, 2021, and it will be valid till March 31st, 2022.
0: And now, let's focus on India, where the Indian Chemical Council recently suggested to include the handling and processing of acids and poisons into the CMSR. In early April, The Department of Chemicals and Petrochemicals under the Ministry of Chemicals and Fertilizers of India chaired a meeting on implications of Poisons Act 1919 in chemical industry. One of the issues that was brought up in this meeting is the handling of acids and poisons. Currently, the industries that are using a large amount of acids or poisons are under the supervision of local government based on the Poisons Act of 1919. The supervision has become a challenge when industries increased their use of acids for their end products. Representatives from the Indian Chemical Council have therefore suggested that such chemicals be regulated by Indian CMSR, the fifth draft of which was published on August 24, 2020. The Indian CMSR is expected to come into force later this year. Lastly, what can you tell us about Taiwan? Taiwan's Environmental Protection Administration,
1: EPA, has published a modification of the fee structure for chemical registration. In response to the international trend of reducing the use of animal testing, the registration fee of those based on the designated non-animal testing alternatives is adjusted from 50,000 to 37,000 New Taiwanese dollars.
0: Well, that's definitely a great news. All right, this is the end of our first news podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more details on this month's news, come and have a look at GPC's newsletter on our website, gpcgateway.com. See you next month, and have a great day.